Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello and welcome to Edmonton's podcast with Mario Taniguzzi on Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today is Kathy Lesko, who is the founder of Confetti Suites in Sherwood Park, just outside of Edmonton. Thanks for joining us today, Kathy. Thank you for having me. Well, let me just start by asking you, what is Confetti Suites and what do you do? Uh, we are a uh, primarily, we started as a cookie store in Sherwood Park. And now we have branched out to cakes and cupcakes as well. But our, our focus is still cookies. So every cupcake has a little cookie on top. Um, everything we do kind of incorporates the, the cookies. And we have a storefront in Short Park. We also do farmer's markets. And recently, we ventured into the grocery industry. Oh, okay. Uh, meaning that you're uh, in uh, some of the grocery chains? Yes. Okay. How did, uh, when did you start uh, the company? Uh, it was uh, actually 2008 um, was my, my very slow part-time start, uh, you know, kind of working one day a week. And we, I got my first storefront in 2014. So that's when I really actually started focusing on the company. Okay. And can you uh, explain a little bit about uh, the genesis of the, the company, how you started and why you started it? Yeah, I, well, I love baking cookies. So even as a teenager, I would be baking chocolate chip cookies all the time. And, um, you know, they didn't turn out, but I would turn them into something that actually worked. And uh, so I've always had that and I've always liked to bake. I'm not a very good cook, so I'm definitely on the baking side. And when I had uh, my children and I was on mat leave, I just kind of being at home with the kids all day, I needed to use my mind for something do something creative so just started baking cookies and uh, bringing them to as gifts and some parties and whatnot and it kind of got to the point where my family could not eat any more sweets like we were we were full up we were gonna balloon if we kept doing it so I said I wonder if I could sell these and I just applied at the farmer's market never being to uh, the farmer's market kind of at Edmonton and went on from there. Well, uh, how, uh, you know, when, in terms of your growth, uh, you know, um, can you talk a little bit about, I don't know, what are your plans for the company going forward? Uh, uh, do you have just the first, uh, just one storefront or do you have more? We just have one. We've actually had, we've entered into a few. So we've partnered, uh, we've partnered with another bread company probably five years ago. And we had a little satellite store there. They since closed down, so we also closed down. And then we opened a storefront in the west end of Edmonton. And then we brought in another um, cake baker for that. So now she's taken over that location. She's still selling our cookies, but we've only got the one storefront now. And I think that uh, from what I've learned in expanding previously, that's, that's enough for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what do you uh, think uh, separates you from uh, from others? Uh, like, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of bakeries. Uh, you know, grocery stores have have their own break bakeries as well. Uh, what do you think differentiates you as a brand out there? You know, every you're right. Every bakery is going to say they use the best ingredients and um, the, the best processes. I think. I do think our cookies are absolutely delicious. And um, I find that I have 
this might sound funny, but I have a very special palate. So I can taste little differences. So I think our cookies are phenomenal. But I think what separates us and what helps with my growth is focusing on the brand. So um, I studied, I have my uh, degree in business and that's always really been my passion. Whereas a lot of bakers, they like to bake. So they start a business. Mine was, I like to bake, but I really enjoy the business side. So growing the business, focusing on the brand, I think really made us stand out. So where did you get the name from? Like, um... Oh, uh, it, uh, it actually kind of evolved. So first we were just confetti because um, I kind of thought like, you know, parties and at, at the beginning I was doing chocolate and that type of thing. <laughs> and then we went to confetti treats and then we went to confetti sweets because that just kind of rolled off your tongue better. <laughs> and there was actually a time when I was contemplating changing it to Kathy's Cookies. Because pretty much everybody in Sherwood Park would call my booth or, or my product Kathy's Cookies. So there was a time when we briefly thought about that, but uh, stayed with Confetti Sweet so that we could grow if we ever wanted to. And thank goodness I did that. Right. Let's talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur, um, Kathy. What, what do you like and enjoy about uh, being an entrepreneur? I like... First of all, I like the freedom. So when my when my kids were little and they would come to work with me and I'd kind of have to work around their school schedule, I'd work a lot. So, uh, you know, 12 hour days, that's kind of typical when you're starting out, especially in food business. And people say, you know, you, you work so much, how can you be a good mom? And I was like, well, yes, I work a lot, but I work around my kids' schedule. So if I want to run out to a concert during the day, I can totally do that. So the, the flexibility is amazing. And I think just being accountable. So um, if we fail, it's my fault. But when we win, like I'm, I feel the pride and I feel the, um, the excitement and, you know, I pat myself on the back. So yeah, just the, the challenge and the responsibility and uh, growing your team and your culture. And I don't know, I just, I love it. What was the biggest challenge for you as, as an entrepreneur? Um, you know, I would say in, in the food business, because our margins are not the best. Mm -hmm. um, it took me probably about, like, honestly, six years before I was actually turning a good profit to pay myself a fair wage. So figuring out pricing, figuring out labor, that was, I would say, my biggest challenge and I always caution people when they're I have a lot of people come to me you know I want to start a ice cream shop or a food business and it's like well you're not going to make money for a lot of years or at least maybe I wasn't savvy enough but that was my story so making money was the biggest challenge <laughs> what when you when you look at uh, your journey as an entrepreneur uh, having that business background uh, must have been quite helpful for you right yeah um Definitely. I think that, you know, what you learn in school doesn't really um, teach you for the business world, but at least you have some knowledge of how things work and, and what needs to be done, I guess. And just, and not even having that education, but just the interest in it, I think, helps you quite a bit. Yeah, because a lot of people, you know, have ideas and they start businesses, right, because they, 
have a passion about a certain thing, right? But the whole second side of things, the business side of things uh, is something that completely is lost on them, right? Yeah, uh, like totally. And I mean, for me, getting out of the kitchen and getting into kind of just working on the business, that as soon as I could do that, I, I jumped ship like, See you later, uh, bakery. I'm, uh, you know, it's, I don't want to. I don't want to just make cookies all day long and make dough. I want to sell cookies. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because there really is two sides of, of the business, right? Uh, there's uh, the what you do, right? And in your case, obviously, uh, making and baking cookies. And then there's the second part of the business, which is the business itself, right? And you're selling for mm-hmm. marketing. You know, uh, you're payroll you you all this type of stuff you know, rent yeah. or, or your, your location uh, uh uh that's the 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 challenging thing i guess about being an entrepreneur um i do remember uh, years ago a friend of mine who's an artist sell, telling me that he said mario he says i got really two jobs he said one is i'm the artist the painter and then but i'm also the businessman right and, uh, yeah absolutely yeah. And if you that's don't do the, the business side of it, then you're not going to grow. You're just going to stay where you are. And that, that's fine for those that want to do that. But yeah, exactly. What, um, you know, during, uh, you know, uh, the, from the inception to today, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur, what kind of things helped you along the way? Were there any people? Uh, were there any uh, examples of entrepreneurs out there? books uh, that you read that that helped you on your journey oh um yeah i uh for me when i first started i i went to business link and i got them to help me you know write a business plan um i did whatever every kind of course that that there was i took so you know human resources or building culture um yeah, reading all kinds of books. I love, uh, you know, the, the Disney philosophy and, and the um, guest-oriented uh, side of that. So I read all the books on how Disney does business. And um, yeah, I didn't actually have a real, I would say, mentor as I was going, but I had a lot of people that uh, I looked up to and encouraged me, for sure. Was there anything uh, in terms of a piece of advice that has always stuck with you that uh, kind of resonated with you? Uh, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. So when you're starting out, you think, you know, everything, but you're soon going to learn that there's so many things you don't know. So true. So <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, also um, kind of going through the years of, of the business, everyone has ideas and they want to give you advice and it's, you know, take it with a grain of salt because what works for somebody else might not work for you or your beliefs or your culture. You know, you kind of got to stick with your gut, I would say. So if you were giving advice to um, a would-be entrepreneur, uh, someone who was thinking of uh, uh, starting up a business right now, what would it be? Um, I would first say just, just jump in and do it because there's so many... Um, you're never going to have everything ready to go. You're ne- never going to have it perfect. So get started. And even if that's getting started small, like if you're in the food industry, I always say start at a farmer's market so that you can get a feel for, you know, talking directly to your customers. 
and and just get in because your business plan is probably going to change um, substantially over the next year or two. But if you don't start, you're never going to do it. Yeah, no, that that's so true, right? And uh, the the challenge of uh, these times, uh, Kathy, um, how has it been for you in the past uh, year and a bit uh, through COVID and the pandemic? Well, cookies are essential, so <laughs> you're very lucky with that. And uh, actually, we had a we had a mild panic because in February of 2020 we uh, leased more space. So we took over the baby side us, which tripled us in size. And we had plans to do birthday parties and open kind of a little cafe. And of course, those types of things you could not do at all, right? Yeah. Um, so we, we really pivoted and we opened Confetti Collective where we took all of our favorites from the, from the farmer's markets and small business food ventures and we started selling them in our store. And uh, that, that saved us. So, um, and I, we're, we're not going to start that. We love doing that. But mm. yeah, it's, it's actually been, the past year's been pretty decent for us. Yeah. Tell me, um, as you've gone through the pandemic, um, from a business point of view, what do you think uh, some of the key lessons you've learned uh, uh, during this time? Um, have a lot of different revenue streams. So, so we already were selling online, although that's, that's gone through the roof now. We were selling in store. We were selling at a few farmer's markets still. We were selling into grocery and corporate. So for us, like our, our corporate business, corporate meetings, that type of thing, that just died quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Grocery pretty much died because the grocery, the grocers were focusing on the essentials. Yeah. And, um, you know, if we didn't have a bunch of different revenue streams, I don't know that we would have, we would have survived. Oh, okay, super. What, what about on a personal level? What do you think you've learned through this period? Um, I definitely learned that I don't have to be at the shop constantly I can work from home and my team they can handle things and I've also learned that I enjoy spending time with my family and I enjoy I actually slowed down and you know we had family time and I think that that bonding will stay with us for a long time as anyone knows who's an entrepreneur it's almost a 24 7 job in many ways uh you know, lots of hours put in uh, to your company and to, into your business. Um, how have you juggled that work-life balance over the last few years? Uh, um, the last the last few years have been not bad. Uh, I'm finally at that point where I do have a, a team that can take things on. But and also my children are old enough to come work for me. So after school, like, hey, let's go work together and we kind of spend time together. And I like teaching them that that I don't just go to the shop and hang out. I'm actually there's actually work to be done, right? Because they just see the, the good side of it. They don't see all the hours that get put in. Yeah. But when they're when the when the kids were little, I um I think I actually I would say I failed at the work life balance. And uh, I think the kids suffered from that a little bit, but now I think I've, I've got it. And, you know, I come home for supper every day and 
gotten much better. And that's, that's been really since, um, since COVID started. Okay, cool. And I imagine for the kids, there's a lot of fringe benefits working, uh, working there, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they want to buy something. Well, let's go to work. You can make some money. <laughs> yeah. What a great place to work. I'm surrounded by yeah. cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about uh, yourself uh, personally, uh, Kathy? Uh, do you have any other outside interests uh, uh, that preoccupy your time? Uh, you know, camping. That's my that's my downtime. Um, even when I was going hard, you know, we go camping at least one day a week, get out of the city, sit around a campfire. That's my happy place. So smelling like smoke and roasting marshmallows and uh, balance that with a little bit of wine and hanging out with the kids and I'm happy. Always important, I guess, uh, for everyone to have that kind of quote unquote downtime, right? Yeah. Yeah. You need just to shut off and step away and turn your phone off and focus on the now, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you look at uh, the, the last few years of uh, having this business, um, you know, what, what has it been like to, to be a business owner in Edmonton? Oh, I, it's, it's fantastic. Um, our, our business community and especially in the, um, the food, food side of it, it's, uh, we collaborate quite a bit. Um, everybody kind of knows everybody and everyone's willing to help so even um you know even different cookie companies competing we we work together a little bit we share our secrets and uh, especially me being on the just the outskirts of edmonton and a little bit of a smaller community yeah. like the the support from the, the from the people um is incredible with covid everyone wants to buy local so that's definitely helped us and and the others in this industry Okay, super then. All right. Well, thanks a lot for, for joining us today, Kathy. Thank you. All it right. was wonderful. All right. That was Kathy Lesko, who is the founder of Confetti Suites in Sherwood Park. This has been Edmonton's podcast with Mario Taniguzzi on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs>